Hello and welcome back to the last episode of season two of Making It. My name is Mirabelle and I sit down to chat with creatives about all things creativity, entrepreneurship, mental health, and just life in general. Today's special guest is someone who I've very quickly become really good friends with, and unsurprisingly, because of Twitch. Heyman is a musician, a singer-songwriter, producer, a synth goblin, or synth Furby as she likes to call herself. She has a background in film, and she transitioned into doing music full-time a few years ago, and since then she's been working with a bunch of amazing brands like Spitfire Audio, Arteria, Teenage Engineering, and, and a lot more. And she does beta testing, she composes, and she makes short cinematic videos, merging her film background, I would say, and her music side to showcase all of the instruments. So Heyman and I often chat about the ups and downs of our creative lives and the feelings of burnout or the feelings of you know, not being good enough or wanting to do more and then not having the capacity to do so. And so we get into a lot of that stuff in this episode. We talk a lot about burnout and we talk about figuring out algorithms and then just giving up on figuring out algorithms, social media things, you know, and and our Twitch communities and YouTube and just everything that goes on behind the scenes. We get into all of that in this episode. If you've listened to every single episode up until this point, you're amazing. And if this is the first and the only one you've ever heard, then you're the worst. (laughs) Sorry, I'm kidding. You're also amazing. And I really, really appreciate anybody for just taking time out of their day to listen to these episodes, to listen to this podcast. And I really hope that it's been interesting for you and that you want to listen to more because Season three is coming, probably in a few months, but it's coming. And in the meantime, there will be short clips of maybe future guests, past guests. There will be clips that I will be posting. So stay tuned. Rate and review the podcast if you can. That'd be very nice. There's a YouTube version where you can see our faces if you'd like. Leave a comment there. Say hello. If you want to get involved with the podcast, ask questions for upcoming guests, you can join my Patreon. And uh, yeah, to wrap up this little ad kind of segment, links to Heyman, myself, and the podcast are all in the description, and I hope you enjoy this episode. I can't start this like other podcasts. (laughs) I know, maybe that's our start. We can't start this as the usual podcast. We just can't. So now we're starting by not starting. Yeah. Okay. For the people who are listening who don't know you, who are you? (laughs) Hello, everyone. I am um, Heyman. Um, On Twitch, I'm Heyman Music. And I tell our ambient shelter, I title the Twitch stream ambient shelter, uh, often that I'm just a synth Furby who sings original songs through my modular synthesizers. And clearly, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, (laughs) it looks like I have a serious problem. (laughs) 
with synthesizers and i do (laughs) (laughs) i want i want all of your synths i want to play with everything that you've got every piece of gear in your studio so badly but i can't you are you're you're so welcome (laughs) i know you're welcome anytime but i don't Mm -hmm. know we we whenever we're on our discord um you know co-working and stuff it doesn't feel like we're oceans like an ocean apart yeah but but, right it doesn't feel like it but yeah. we are i also i know your time zone now so well when i was recording this with hazy um uh, back in season one for those of you who are listening who haven't listened to that episode you should go do that but uh she's also in australia you two are both in australia and i remember trying to figure out coordinate our times and being like okay, I'll, I'll message you at the time that I think is correct. <laughs> and then we like, we also made it flexible a little bit. We like rescheduled things so that we could have extra time in case we missed like the time zone change. Mm. Struggle. <laughs> yeah, but now I kind of, I think the minute I wake up, I just message <laughs> you. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> i can't sleep and i'll just message you anyway yeah nowadays i'm like whenever it's like 3 p.m 4 p.m i await a Heyman message (laughs) i don't know what i'm gonna do if we just if that stops somehow for some reason i know for me it's like as soon as i wake i'm like Hey, Marbs, what are you doing right now? <laughs> and then we'll start sending each other pictures. Oh my goodness. Love it. <laughs> Thank you so much. I love living vicariously, like through <laughs> your beautiful pictures. It it looks like paradise where you live. I so like beautiful. how like we try really hard to not be in our studios all day. Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes we realize that we're like we're here all day every day and you know it's nice to get out and force ourselves to do something else (laughs) i think so i think so it's healthy it's healthy to even talk about um i guess the burnout side of what we do you know what i mean i it wasn't until i met you and maybe just started talking to you more often um this year just being able to say like oh is it weird that I'm feeling tired? Is it weird that I still want to do so much and I'm not resting? It's the weekend. And, you know, outside of streaming, there's so much I still need to do. Mm-hmm. But why is there so little time in a day? And, then and I don't I'm even just, know. Yeah. Oh, I am the same. <laughs> we just don't stop. But because we have so much fun doing everything that we're doing, it gets to a certain point, though, where I, I think, well, why do you think that burnout happens? Because you love what you do. Why do you think that burnout happens for you? I think because I'm not aware that, you know, my body is not like, like keeping up with my brain. It's like, I feel the wear and tear of the burnout more than the mental burnout. For example, like I, um, there's one part of my <laughs> jaw that was so swollen oh. and I couldn't even chew on one side or if like my eyes twitching nonstop, like it just wouldn't stop twitching. Right. Cause I'm always on the phone. I'm always oh on the goodness. computer and people would tell me like, 
your body is is literally telling you to stop like stop picking up your phone stop being in the studio have have you had sunlight you know <laughs> this this last couple of years and years and so <laughs> yeah years and i don't know when to stop mm. until my body's like you cannot chew on this side of your face your eyes twitching nonstop then i'm forced we're human and rest is so important it truly is probably the biggest ingredient in being able to be creative but it's the one thing i feel like we starve ourselves off the most or feel guilty of the most mm -hmm. because time is so limited yeah so it's kind of like a conflicting kind of um concept where it's like you need to rest so you can be more creative and you can do more but time is also so limited in a day so there's a lot of stress and pressure of am i using my time wisely and i think that's the 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 bad seed mm -hmm. in all of this where you you keep questioning like if i rest i could be using this time to do more then i can rest later but when do we ever rest yeah you know even when i'm sleeping <laughs> yeah like, the wheels are turning I wake up yeah yeah we should learn how to lucid dream so that we could just continue working while we're dreaming yes. and then we can wake up and do the thing <laughs> just the other day when i was messaging you i was like merbs is cloning available yet like I, I i need an extra me in the studio you need an extra you so we both can actually go longboarding yeah. grab a boba we can actually talk more in discord <laughs> <laughs> But we joke that our clones will also take over where it's like, work, <laughs> what mm. are you chatting? Two people got to work at the same time. <laughs> you know, it's bad when you skip washroom breaks and you're like, okay, I'm just going to finish this one thing real quick. And that happens to me sometimes. And I don't, I forget that I had to go to the washroom. Yeah. And then I finish focusing on that task. And then I'm like, oh, yeah. One, I'm hungry and I also need to use the washroom and like, yeah. Yes, I can relate to the bladder being forgotten. <laughs> does, that ever, like, I, does that happen to you ever on stream? Always. Yeah. My chat have to tell me like, so I'll do this thing where like, everyone, I needed to pee one song ago. Um, and then now I'm going to bring in my stand-in Brenda, my BRB screen. And then someone would just be like, let her go, let her go, let her go. Because if somebody just asked me a question or talk about Brenda, I won't go. So they're like, go, 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 mm. go. Because they know so much that like when I'm in the stream zone, I just don't let go. I'm just like, what do you need? What does everyone need? Are you all cozy? Get into your beanbag. Story time's <laughs> happening. Music time. Do you want some beats today? Like, like yeah. I'm the adrenaline of being in the stream is so all-encompassing uh what is that word where <laughs> you're just so present mm -hmm. and your body it's only after stream that i realize like oh my headphones are pretty tight today and these are the things that i guess people don't know right like unless we tell them that our bodies start to be human again mm -hmm. after the stream where we're like oh 
Yeah. Did I roll on the floor or something during this stream? Why does my shoulder feel so tense? Yeah. There's one day that my wrist just started hurting while I was playing guitar. And I was like, oh, this feels not good at all. Mm. And like, but that was like in combination with recording all day prior to the stream. And so I think Mm. it's just, I didn't really take any breaks playing guitar either. And I was playing flute also that day. So like, it was just a lot of, physical exertion (laughs) and and that's the thing right like you know we have to start like stretching both of us talked about meditating you know because we i feel like i don't even know until i started co-working with you co-hanging out with you on discord i don't even know sometimes how extreme our schedules can be Mm -hmm. I, i you know what i mean unless there's like this mirror because mm-hmm. i'm constantly telling you like oh morbs are you tired today don't forget to rest and you're like oh you better rest and none yeah. of us are resting <laughs> we're we're like oh, oh you know i have this idea and you're like oh that's great that's great and uh. you tell me like i want to do this i'm like oh that's great <laughs> and, and suddenly we're just talking in the, even in our hangouts we're talking about work <laughs> yeah but like it's again it's so fun and yeah, I can't imagine doing anything else. I know it, but we have to because I'm streaming six days a week, mm-hmm. and I and I constantly say on Twitch like, "Oh, I'd love to just do this full time." Like when I before stream, I all I do is just kind of like rest and then just focus on streaming. And after stream, I don't go straight into work mode. Right? If there was nothing in between stream, then I can do it full time. And a lot of times, people will say, "You're here six days a week." at sometimes five to six hours a day what is full time again yeah what and that's when you kind of have this reality check like oh oh do i have do i have a life do you know what i mean (laughs) like you, you you start to like outside of music right do i have things that i love doing Mm-hmm. That chat's always telling me, like, are you resting? Are you eating, Heyman? Because I think the whole thing is longevity. Like, everybody wants to see, you know, Murbs for many, many years mm-hmm. to come, like all of my favorite streamers. But unless we have these deep talks one-on-one, we don't know how much we're putting on our plate and what is, is that too long? Yeah. And someone tells me, like, I remember Fungi did a... Uh, six day stream or something and i visited her room she's like hey yeah in a row she's like hey man how do you how did you do that and (laughs) and in my brain i'm like it's been months i i don't even know what day it is (laughs) (laughs) oh i never know what day it is (laughs) me too i stream tuesdays thursdays and like that's twice a week only compared to your (laughs) six days a week and Every now and then on Thursday, I'll be like, hey, happy Tuesday. (laughs) That is not at all correct. (laughs) Every Thursday. uh, No, yeah, every every Tuesday, I'll say happy Thursday as well. For some reason, it's the two T's. Yeah. The minute it's Tuesday, happy Thursday. And someone's like, I'm a day behind you and I'm on (laughs) Tuesday. How are you on Tuesday? I was Mm -hmm. like, Thursday? (laughs) But yeah, I feel like Twitch has given me so much more balance and perspective and friendship. I was on a more extreme schedule before this. Streaming gives you more balance. (laughs) Yes. Because I was on seven days of composing work 
better testing for gear mm. um, and making YouTube videos, Instagram videos, um, making albums. And so I never really had even time to talk to anybody in the last couple of years. Mm. Like, especially with creatives or people who love my music, I just get it through a comment. But yeah. on Twitch, they're like, as soon as I'm just even doing this, right? They're like, oh, hey, man, you got to drink some water. As soon as I'm like slouching a little bit and like, if I'm just too tense, they're like, you just played the, the, the piano. Can you please stretch? And oh. there's more awareness of like, she's human. But I think there, on YouTube, though? it was just like, a it's lot there. of trolls <laughs> on there. <laughs> go for it, Marvs. Let's go to that <laughs> section. I feel like this is, such a, this is such a tangent. No, but really, like, yeah, and we've talked about this a lot between us, just like sharing our Twitch experiences and like how, because yeah. we do music on stream. And because I do song requests, a lot of music streamers do song requests and they have song lists and such. A lot of people think they can just come into a music stream and just request a random song. And like, that's mm -hmm. cool. That's fine. I just maybe don't know a song and I'll be like, um, we have a song list. And if you'd like to request a song, you could look through the song list and mm. um, we could do that. Or like sometimes the queue is really long. So the requests mm. are off for now, but you can request a song later. And but some people come in and they just start spamming you with song titles I'll, for the first one i'll be like sorry i don't know who that artist is but like take a look through the song list but then some people just keep spamming it or they just immediately mm. they come in and they it just makes you feel like you're not really a person who is here that you can interact with like it's kind of yeah. just like you're you're like a jukebox and you can play whatever so yeah wow I personally do not have a, a song request playlist. Doesn't stop it's still the same. somebody <laughs> yeah, from coming in and putting out this title that I've never in my life. And for me, it's like, oh, I'm sorry, I don't play covers at all. And, you right. know, and, and I think it's okay if somebody was just inquiring, but I think I know what you're talking about, mm -hmm. where it sometimes feel like, do this. And and no one no one feels comfortable in in life just being told mm. without any, you know, like make it fluffy and nice, you know, like yeah. the statement like hello, maybe a little bit of hi. Would you know happen to know this song? And then I'm like, I happen to don't know. You know? <laughs> but when it's like, play this now, and it almost feels like a it's command like a, it's a instead demand. of a request. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I remember when I first started streaming, this was maybe my second stream, and I was just pulling out my piano, and someone com commented like, oh, there's a piano there? Go ahead. Blow me away. <laughs> oh my god. And I was like, it would be logistically impossible. <laughs> <laughs> but, let me, but let me set this up and... Oh. I'll play you a song, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is the expectations here? It's day two. <laughs> mm. Yeah, they don't... Yeah, yeah, and a lot of these people are... Because Twitch tells you first-time chatters. So, mm. you know, some people lurk, and then they come out of lurk, and they chat for the first time. But yeah. 
you know when it's a new person on your stream and they don't necessarily know when you started streaming or how long you've been streaming. Yeah. So that happens. Yeah. It does happen. And how do you, how do you feel like, you know, two years into streaming, do you feel like you deal with trolls differently now? Um, yes, but that's also, it also depends on my mood of the day sometimes, which <laughs> is unfortunate because <laughs> I would like if I could just respond nicely to everybody, that would be great. Or just ignore things because you don't want to stir up any drama or, you know, make things more uncomfortable for everybody else mm. who's there to watch and who are, you know, the nice <laughs> audience. Um, yeah. Yeah. So like it's, I try to ignore things but you know mm. there are days when your mood is just everything is going terribly <laughs> and and then mm. and then somebody comes in and makes it worse and just adds on to that pile and i sometimes will call people out or just <laughs> make it i don't know I, I feel like it's uncomfortable for a second but i also think that our core audience like the people who come back to our streams every week mm. every time we stream they have our backs too like they know yeah. when some troll has entered and they also yeah. have our backs they're also they they know so i think i used to only know about twitch streams but i haven't personally done it i'm today's officially 10 months this date mm. is 10 months that we're <laughs> recording of me streaming right and before that i've only kind of seen it from an audience point of view mm -hmm. and 10 months into doing it every channel i go into i have so much love respect affection um understanding empathy towards mm -hmm. like the streamer and how important to me also if someone's just like hey could you mod for me and i'm just like yeah, you know, I would love to. And if I see anything that's just not so kind, you know, it's a chance to kind of like protect your streamer friend in a way that's also like not bringing super attention to yeah. the troll that makes everyone just go, oh, <laughs> I was just cleaning and I was just cooking and, and suddenly it just went boom. Like the vibe just mm -hmm. went differently. I'm realizing now that not everyone's eyes is on the chat sometimes. And you know, like True. when you're streaming, I'm usually showering <laughs> and preparing for the day. So if I hear anything, like if you're a little bit quiet or if you even just go, oh, oh, wait, I'll, I'll just like rush out of the shower and Aww. be like, is she okay? Is chat like, but Deej is there, right? Like we, we have a few friends who's there. Like you said, you have really good mods. So I feel really comfortable when I see like your mods, like Korean geek men and if I see Fungi there I'm just like okay mm -hmm. I can shower okay mm -hmm. I can get this soap out of my hair <laughs> like my eyes and I can shower but it's really heightened my awareness for when a streamer is streaming I I do want their chat to be to to not ever bring them down because I don't know what the streamer was doing prior to streaming you don't know how tired someone is right it's this thing where like I'd be working hours and hours before I stream and you could get so many compliments but sometimes in your worst most tired state if somebody just tapped your button and you just go like oh 
Oh, I just, oh, I just need to ignore that. Oh, it's so hard. It's the realities, you know, of, (laughs) yeah, you will, you will have to deal with everything that comes with streaming and we're trying to do it with a lot of, um, kindness, love and patience, you know? Yeah. (laughs) But some days do be challenging. (laughs) And that's when I, I kind of message you and be like, worms. (laughs) (laughs) And then we kind of like. You know, just awe, we'll just laugh. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, we have that kind of, what is that word where you have somebody to understand? Because you've, you've been through so much in two years. So whatever I'm going through this 10 months, you know? Yeah, but like, like I feel like it. you've, I always say this, how you've been only doing it for 10 months. But I feel like the growth that you've had on your channel is insane. It's so fast. You've grown your channel so fast. <laughs> I feel like, again, you know, from my point of view, it's like, you know how it's easy to see something in a bird's eye view? And then when you're in it, mm. like, all I do is, um, like, before stream, I'm working on stream, I'm making music, I'm, you know, I, I really enjoy spending time with everyone. But essentially, I, I don't know how people see me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Unless they tell me on stream, like, hey, I love your music. And that's been my only way to to see if am i am i doing okay like is everyone happy here i mean because numbers are just numbers you can see like like you have a fair amount of people in your streams now but i guess with what you're saying that doesn't actually matter so much or does is not as impactful as as comments people actually saying how much your music means to them and everything I think because I've done like, because, you know, before I started streaming, um, I've done like albums, you know, I've done done a handful of shows, not too much. And, you know, I've done the Instagram thing and the YouTube thing for four to five years. So with that, there were moments on my Instagram where like 20,000, 30,000 views, you know, that, that kind of situation. And then there are days, there are some videos where it's like, a thousand views or and I started with two views Mm -hmm. you know when I first started um Instagram and YouTube right and I told myself like what's more important at the end of the day are the people that I remember like the the comments and the usernames that are constantly in my life and that's a handful most of the time you have out of maybe like thousands of followers you maybe have 100 really good friends who mm-hmm. choose just like, oh, I really love your stuff and I buy your albums. And I realize like numbers can tell you, you know, of maybe a general perspective of there is growth. Mm-hmm. But if we're too reliant on the numbers, it's our emotions are going to ride with that number as well. And that's probably the most dangerous part of evaluating, evaluating yourself as a creative because algorithms will shift. Mm-hmm. And then you'll think you're not doing so good. But no, it's just that they're focusing on, you know, different kind of promoting different kind of things now. And mm-hmm. doesn't mean it's like your photography is not that good. Doesn't mean that, you know, so it's that core audience that I've learned to, that's my constant, mm-hmm. you know, like if they're having fun and, you know, we're we're making memories. I'm like, you know, I got to simplify my brain or I'm going to explode, you know? <laughs> yeah, numbers is yeah. is something I try not to, even when I'm streaming, somebody might say like, oh, there's 
there's a lot of people here today. I just, <laughs> I, my eyesight's so bad, <laughs> I can't even see. <laughs> Isn't like things, the like... chat on your screen, it's like mm. two lines at a time? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like, I remember putting it on my Insta stories without any awareness that how blown up my <laughs> chat is until you're like, wow. <laughs> like, I stream in darkness. Mm. <laughs> And the only lights I see are from my synthesizers and this one light. So oh my goodness. <laughs> everything has to be blown up. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. Numbers, so, hey. Yeah, it's hard. Mm. What about you? How do you feel? Like, how do you track your growth? <laughs> I... Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, Mark. <laughs> I should know better to to drink water. Um, I don't yes. know. I how do you? Yeah, agree with a lot of what you said. Numbers, I mean, numbers are fun when you see them go up. It's not fun when you see them go down. But yeah. I guess it fluctuates. That's just kind of how it is, because as you said, like the algorithm and everything. And I found I have found myself in like the like deep into in this rut of like of being so focused on the numbers of subscribers that I have on Twitch because that's mainly where the yeah where you generate revenue from on Twitch right and so mm. I've been in a place before where I get so caught up in that and I feel really bad about my own streams mm. and like I'm already burnt out how do I keep mm. I feel like I have to keep streaming so that I can continue getting more subscriptions and such but i'm already mm. burnt out and i don't want to stream anymore at this mm. point so it is kind of a struggle but also it is nice it is kind of relieving to know that it fluctuates it comes back it goes up and down and and that's not a judge of your character and how well your stream mm. is kind of thing like what you're saying ah uh, i think when you said that, it kind of made me think also of, you know, how a lot of times maybe certain brands or certain uh, opportunities may look like it comes to people who maybe have a bigger platform mm -hmm. or like bigger numbers and bigger ways to promote. But but we can be the change um, in the industry, I realize as well, because when I go to people's streams, knowing that numbers fluctuate, like be more vocal of how much you love somebody's work and somebody's stream, right? Then we're the change in the industry that we need mm -hmm. to see rather than like, oh, numbers mean popular and good stuff mm -hmm. and not so much numbers mean not like you know and i and i feel like for the longest time it peaked it really peaked at a place where like that was the case a yeah. lot of maybe bigger channels or, or brands seem to be getting a lot more opportunities and so for me i've always been kind of like a smaller kind of like cozier platform even on instagram and youtube and I've always loved that where I can like I can give you the attention that you need mm -hmm. like what you know because once it gets 
really large, right? Like, because I watch a lot of streams that maybe they have like 20,000 uh, mm-hmm. of views. And then even my comment just floats to the top. I'm like, yeah. wait. I was like, <laughs> you can't even read your own hello. comment. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. So, you know, and I realized like, I do love being able to, you know, um, grow as I can handle. Do you know what I mean? I've never had, well, I've never had a viral experience. Have you? Like where it's like, boom, suddenly it's like, I can't keep (laughs) up with with the chat. Like it just was, you know? Yeah. Well, well, being on front page a couple of times, that's when that sort of thing might happen. It happened maybe once. It's just, it's crazy because I know we we want to give attention to all of the mm. people who are in the chat. You want to connect with everybody and say hello. And it's not just like a one-sided thing. It's like we're all in this together and we can chat and it's a great community. Mm. But yeah, when when it gets really busy, it's really hard to keep up with, with everybody. But do you know one beautiful thing about Twitch that I realized lately? Because I'm watching a lot of my favorite, like, they're really big streamers. They average like a lot of uh, chat traffic. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful when I'm actually just chatting with chat also <laughs> when we're watching <laughs> the IRL stream because sometimes they're not able to look at us and talk to us. They're walking down the street and we're just like, oh, have you all been to this place? And so it's like, oh yeah, this. And I'm like, only on Twitch can you have a super like high volume and still have this um i think community spirit as opposed to youtube imagine there's like a million mm-hmm. uh views right and most of the most liked comments is they agree <laughs> you know like someone would be like here before the first hour agreed mm-hmm. right but mm-hmm. on twitch it handles high traffic really well that's mm-hmm. what i'm seeing like People find a way to still interact like with you or with chat. And that's beautiful, you know? Yeah. So that's very different from... How's your YouTube experience different from your Twitch experience then? Oh my gosh, YouTube. (laughs) Oh my gosh, it is like (laughs) night and day. And like I've spent four to five years on YouTube making constant videos. I have hundreds of videos. Which are all beautiful, by the way. Thank you for appreciating. (laughs) When you watch and you tell me you love them, it's like when I listen to your podcast, when I get ready in the morning, I'm like, Murbs, I appreciate you so much. And when you watch my videos, I just feel like, don't you feel like I want to keep making them? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) It's very encouraging. And that's why I said, like, we need to be more vocal about people that we love watching on streams, right? We we, we got to be more vocal on the videos. Don't take for granted that they're self-sustainable just because it looks like they're doing okay. Mm. I noticed that, like, I need to be more vocal. That's why when I message you, I'm like, Murbs, I'm listening to your podcast right now. And I really appreciate this segment so much. Thank you for putting in the time and effort, right? Mm. And... So you know, great. and with YouTube, the interactivity of it, I get it in forms of comments once in a while. Mm. And I may be checking the comments in the first hour, but people haven't woken up yet. Then I'm checking it eight hours later, then only some people woke up and I'm asleep. Mm. And we're not meeting each other yeah. at all in a present time. 
But on Twitch, it's like I've made so many friendships um, that I feel more comfortable to explore because, mm. you know, I get to talk to them pretty much six days a week that I feel like I kind of know you, you know, like we're, we're, what did you do yesterday? What did you eat? And so many people are like, hey, man, I got a new job today. It's my birthday today. I'm visiting my nephew and niece today. I'm going to a spa, yeah. like D.B. Pieta, Safi, Stellion, Carmelini, you know, Tasha, our, you know, my sister friend, our sister friend, <laughs> Fungi, like, it's so, it enriches my life just knowing about somebody else than just being a solo Furby by myself. Everything's just out one way where you're creating and you're putting it out. And then, but with Twitch, it's like we're doing, we're creating memories together. And I love it so much. I actually mm. need, <laughs> I'm like, are you all not tired of seeing me six days a week? Like, are you sure? Should I just maybe? Like... That's how I feel if I do an extra day. Like sometimes mm -hmm. there will be raid events or a charity stream or something, and those are maybe on Fridays, and because my mm. streams are Tuesday, Thursdays, and then Fridays the next day, and I'm like, because I usually ask what everybody was up to, how their week has been, but sometimes it's like less than 24 hours since I last saw them, and it's like, mm. what have you done in the last? not even 24 hours is anything new i don't know if there's anything we can talk about but they love just hanging mm. out and being there which is really nice yeah and and to be honest i was just thinking as well right like with a not so fixed schedule you get to participate in raids like and then you're not like super burned out right because being part of raids and raid trains are so fun mm. and because a lot of times my schedule is so set that on on Sundays I have to cook and clean. If not, I won't have any more underpants to wear. Like <laughs> seriously, I like I already bought for the whole supply for the mm -hmm. whole month, but I'm still like <laughs> my clothes. I need to wash them. Mm -hmm. like, it's like how am I supposed to do all of the the other adulting things? Right. You know, if I'm streaming seven days a week, right? Mm -hmm. And here you and I, um, in our chats, right? I was like, hey, how about that second channel <laughs> where you and I play Animal Crossing? Like, we're just, <laughs> like, that's and my last day. <laughs> knowing us, we will immediately turn that into, like, a passion yes. project that we have to work on. <laughs> it, we, we say just... it's just for fun, but that's impossible for us. <laughs> you and i mm. will be in a tournament <laughs> by the first month we're like let's just try let's just try to oh, join boy. a caving tournament and it just like spawns into another like <laughs> you know time time monster where it's just like please <laughs> i know i know i just i we 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 just keep adding things to the list that's just us and and we tell each other like, hey, you know, it's good to take a walk. It's good to go for a boba. It's... <laughs> and then we're like, I feel so guilty I'm not working. <laughs> right? Yeah. Mm. How do you deal with that guilt? 
Do you I message you now. But, okay. <laughs> I'm at this point where like, Marbs, are you feeling the guilt? And it's like, yeah, I know. We were having the same sleep pattern at one point. Yeah. Where we could not <laughs> sleep. <laughs> we finally met at the same time zone. <laughs> I, when that happens, you know something is wrong. <laughs> it's like, like Merbs. And usually we go through that alone. Before we met each other, yeah. I go through all of those things alone. Yeah. So I don't have anyone to talk to. So I'll just Same. look I mean, at like, the ceiling and I have people to talk to, but it's just that they don't necessarily relate on the same level as as I do, as we do. So oh, Murps. In reality, our friends are already asleep. <laughs> so we cannot we cannot we do have people to talk to. So there's a but, benefit of us being in such different time zones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I kind of knew that day, you know, the uh, the sunset day. Do you know how when we both cannot sleep, we'll just take the camera and go film something? And <laughs> it really hit peak of like, more you cannot sleep yet. Yeah, might as well. I mean, like, I was like, any sunrise, sunset <laughs> left. <laughs> Legitimately did that. Like, for my Where's My Love cover lyric video mm. that I made, that was because yeah. I couldn't sleep. And I was up until sunrise, and so mm. I just set a camera up and pointed it out my window and filmed the sunrise, mm. and that became a lyric video, which is, like, it's nice, I guess, in a way where you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. I don't know if that's really killing yeah. two birds with one stone. That's just getting rid of finishing one project and not sleeping, which is not actually <laughs> beneficial. I know. Yeah. We... I know this is not good for our to-do list because we both already have a big one, but our joint podcast should be How to Rest. <laughs> and, th and then it's like, bracket, no, seriously. <laughs> like, <laughs> and here we are making another podcast See, to rest. We just, just come up with ideas of doing more things. Yes, kind we do. Of crazy. Are there things that you do where you have all these ideas and are there ones that never come to fruition? I tend to now not even put them on the the to-do list at mm. all. Like right now, my, my biggest focus is like streaming and because I'm very new to it, right? And I'm so happily addicted to, to all the people that are on stream like i need to see y'all every day right mm -hmm. um so anything that comes my way i always weigh with like okay if you put that in are you are you able to allocate the time to do it so i'll look mm. at the schedule and so for me it's like I, i've allocated some time for twitch now to acclimate to i know i use this word a lot I'm 10 months in, I'm still a newbie. I feel really new to it. And people are like, I don't, I don't think, think so. 10 months is new, <laughs> but I feel like there's so much I still don't know. And same as my YouTube and my um, Instagram, when I first started, it's like, I have to focus on really understanding this ecosystem and finding my balance. Because now I'm at the peak extreme where I'm just like, I know six days a week. <laughs> a lot of people have told me like, do you sleep? I'm like, 10 p.m. <laughs> like I have to sleep. But yeah, um, yeah there, I don't dare to add anything to the list because I'll get sad 
if I don't do it. Mm, that you know, is... maybe the closest thing is album, our albums. Merbs. <laughs> our what? Sorry. Our what? I don't even <laughs> want to bring it up when we're together. I'm just like, because it will add to our like, ooh. ooh. But I think that having brought that up early, before yeah. when we were chatting, yeah. it helped put into perspective how much work will actually I'll act, like how much time will be needed for that for me anyway because I'm like now I'm like oh um yeah yep and I and I feel like it's you know one of those things where once you acclimate to the ecosystem then you can kind of find out the balance and then start to put other things in there because there's no real yeah. hurry for the album or another video like for me i've got you know a lot of videos on youtube now and a, and a couple of albums on on online and it's almost like the people who are meeting me on twitch they cannot consume that much so soon they're mm. still getting through the youtube and then they're seeing me six days a week so <laughs> so it's almost like when i'm pressuring myself like get another video out get another album out i'm like but you gotta also breathe in and and kind of like creativity. Remember, I told you I saw this thing online where creativity is like exhaling is mm -hmm. us putting out all of our like podcasts, YouTube videos, stream. But when are you gonna exhale? Like if you keep sorry inhale, you're gonna keep no oxygen. Like yeah. you can't, you know. Yeah. So um, we should tell our friends about our birth date album date that we're like maybe <laughs> next year you know <laughs> oh my gosh you yeah because you told me that you put out an album on your birthday one year right yeah and how yeah. you're like no please don't do that it's no. a terrible idea yeah you just spent all day working on yes. promoting it yeah 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 and so I was like, I'll we just, were like, I'll put, okay, if not my birthday, then how about your birthday? And then you can put yours out on my birthday. <laughs> yeah, I know. We were like, we're going to do the whole, like, on my birthday, Mirabelle releases her album. And then on her birthday, I release my album, which is only like a month apart. Yeah. You know, so. And well, then, this podcast episode will be out after your birthday so i suppose if there's no album out for me then you know maybe next year yeah maybe <laughs> or well, just a different I mean, date a different date maybe it could be <laughs> we'll just find, i'm sure in our co-hangs we'll just be like what's an important date in your life how about our parents birthday oh my goodness <laughs> that's one way yeah. to choose a release date i guess yeah do you ever, do you have like a backlog of things or did you ever try to have a backlog of content or music to put out or did you, have you always just kind of put them out as they come, as you make them? Yes, because I have this really ridiculous 24 hour thing about life. I don't know oh. if it's like so silly, but um whenever I make something, I'll just put it out. Whether it's like nine o'clock in the morning, 3 p.m. Like I'm not much for like saving something for later because I've always been like, how would you know what life is going to be? Like, you know, like how would I know two weeks from now, where would I be? And like, like mm. I, I have this, I don't know if it's a little bit, like, I don't know. 
weird to say, but I've always been like, whatever I have now, I'll put it, I'll put it out now. And I'm in the mood of it now. So mm. I've never been somebody who like, oh, I'm going to do an album for a future. Like I've always just kind of like, if I make this song, it's going on YouTube first. And then right. if I want to remake something for an album, like I'll do it later. But a lot of things that I put on my YouTube are very current feelings. So it's very much of like a journal really of exactly that date. How was I feeling? Are there things? Which then, sorry. Sorry. sorry what did you say i was gonna ask if there are songs or things that that don't that you don't put out and then you want to revisit but then like the moment has passed and maybe that just doesn't come it just doesn't exist online because you didn't put it out and now the timing is gone yeah i think I never really revisit any sketch that I put on Ableton. Like if I have a sketch file, if it didn't come to fruition within that hour day. This is too true for me too. Because <laughs> I was like, I was thinking, Murbs, would you open that file? It's even so terrifying to even look at what that sketch is because it's just so messy looking I in my head. Just, you know, like all of the, those sketches are named like the same thing. It's just like, <laughs> Guitar idea. Guitar or <laughs> guitar happy. Yeah. Guitar. Or like, I have like a piano shimmer, piano flute, or like piano with like a lot of O's just so that it's different from piano with two the O's. <laughs> I have like guitar song one. Two, then when three. I say the file again, guitar song three. <laughs> exactly because i'm like i don't want to overwrite this file right exactly and i purposely typo it out like p p p piano just so, so that it's you different so this is different <laughs> and if you like it you just go nice like you know there's like a little <laughs> indication where it's just like good this one potential that's what i put <laughs> this one i use this that's one. that's my final mixes too final mix one, two, three, four. This one. Oh, this one in all one. caps. This one with five <laughs> E's at the end. <laughs> and the truth is, we all know this. When we do our final file as all caps, that one will never be it. <laughs> There's a curse to actually going. You jinx this yourself is the there. Final. <laughs> yeah, you jinx yourself because part of you is just like, I can't tell me that this is final in an aggressive <laughs> caps lock way. If your mental brain is like, nah. This mm-hmm. is not final. I need it to be final in a Zen way. Then it's like, you, you start to do the proper grammar, like final, capital F, final. This is too true. <laughs> underscore. Yeah. To master. Yeah. Yep. And then you start again. Oops. <laughs> and then nobody wants to delete any of those old files because there could yeah. be magic in there. there that you I never know. You need backups, right? This is why I say, like, one day you and I, if our studios right now were actually side by side, we could actually look at each other and be like, stop it! This is true. We're having, doing it again. Yeah, having an outside perspective. You're doing great! Like, we need that constantly. And you can rest. It's been 23 hours. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. No, but that's really, I think that's really beautiful though. Like what, that you just put things out when they're made and when you feel like it's right for it. And you don't have to, because when you said that, I kind of immediately thought of algorithms and how Mm. a lot of people plan and schedule their YouTube releases for a certain time of a certain day because that's when most people are on YouTube and watching their Mm. channel. But, and I've always wondered, like, does it actually matter? Because Mm. I, I don't know how the algorithm works and I... Does it really, like I've tried, like on Instagram, it shows you, I don't know how specific or accurate it really is, but it has shown like peak times when when your followers are online and I've tried posting Mm. at that time and I'm pretty sure I got less views and things than Mm. when I post randomly, which is, so it's really weird. Is it weird to say that like, I actually didn't even look at my stats. I don't even know how. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> on Twitch. <laughs> a lot of people are like, can't you see which country's viewing you more? I'm like, where can you link me? They're like, it's your dashboard. <laughs> Even on YouTube, um, they're like, oh, go look at your time to post. And I'm like, I have regulars who are so excited that they turn on notification and they tell me they're in Rome and they're like, I'll watch it after work, right? Because it's YouTube. And I follow right. so many really popular YouTube channels, I can't actually watch the videos as soon as they post it. I'm literally either at work streaming, showering. Right. Like it, YouTube to me has never really um, made me feel like timing's an important thing. However, I think it's harder to be discovered on YouTube than anywhere else. I, I just feel it because mm. I don't think hashtags do work. <laughs> YouTube. I'm suspicious, like, because Instagram, it works. Mm-hmm. But once the algorithm comes to play, you're fighting a big current. It's going to be harder to surface. Um, but YouTube, I'm like, can somebody who's really great at YouTube just tell me if there's a magic hour or mm-hmm. a magic sauce, like to find your friends? It's, they they mm-hmm. They exist, but it's hard to find them. Yeah. Where are they, you know? Like, and it starts to make people think that they need to change their videos and change their way of creating to then mm-hmm. acclimate to what success looks like. And that to me is always like, Don't if I get to that, that place, I, I need to rehabilitate myself. Like <laughs> I need to, because you know, I don't play covers mm-hmm. and it's very known on YouTube that it's more discoverable. I was told, I don't know if it's a fact, okay, but I see a lot of covers. And when I wanted to start on YouTube, a lot of people were telling me, do covers, like try to, you know, um, expose yourself that way. But yeah, I think YouTube, I, it's a mystery. It's a mystery to me. And I would love to find, you know, uh, friends who love what I do currently without me because I, do, I don't even know how to do covers justice. It's People have asked me before, it's like, you don't do covers at all. I'm like, yeah, I, I've, and I wonder, I'm not alone, right, in this. Like, I'm sure there's a lot of people as well who, you know, um, just covers are not something that, that they do or, or, you know, they have done. 
And I think that was the hard part with YouTube where I'm like, how am I going to find anybody? <laughs> They're not going to just suddenly Google synth Furby with <laughs> modular synthesizer, you know, like they're not yeah. going to, they don't know what to look for, but I'm lucky that I found some. <laughs> how do you feel about YouTube? What is your, how do you feel about that platform compared to Twitch? Same I, question. I am putting in like the bare minimum amount of effort to, uh, for YouTube right now. <laughs> Like it's there and it exists and I would love to just have my things on as many platforms as I can get it on so that there's it's more likely for people to find me, find my mm. music. But I'm not actually actively trying to post consistently or mm. make videos for it. I don't know. It just It's just a lot of effort that I don't think is worth my time right now. I have other priorities, I suppose. But back in the day when when people were just starting, when YouTube just started out and mm. people were just starting to post covers, when that was starting to blow up, before mm. it blew up and it just started becoming popular, I, obviously following people who did blow up then, you know, mm. seeing all these videos, you're like, oh, I really want to do that too. And so, of course, I made... All these YouTube videos of me trying to sing all these covers, all these songs, because, you know, that's what everybody was doing. And I want to be seen by people. My goal isn't to be famous or viral, but mm. I would love for people to see what I do. And so mm. I did sort of try earlier on, but then like nothing happened <laughs> with that. So mm. I think priorities shifted focus shifted to other things yeah i i hear you youtube is a, a lot of effort like you're not you're basically producing your own series mm -hmm. ultimately whether you are a podcaster musician uh chef like it's the whole and and the level is really high on youtube right now <laughs> i've actually seen yeah. videos where i'm like is this this kind of beat Netflix though. Like the, yeah. the, the level of these videos have reached. Like, am I watching Netflix right now? Right? Yeah. It's, you got documentary series. You got, mm -hmm. and I'm to be honest with you. Like, I feel like you and I also connect in how much we love YouTube. Right? We do. We do adore it. Like we we do love watching our favorite YouTubers and you know connecting with them on that platform. But I think. When I went to Twitch, I was like wondering, is there a platform for everyone that just clicks? Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, because when people watch my YouTube videos, they thought I was really serious because I don't talk. Mm -hmm. Right. And then now that I'm talking to them and singing six days a week, they're like, cannot imagine not hearing your voice and not hearing story time and yeah. you actually talking to me like a person rather than just watching a production mm -hmm. no. what, it, yeah, what are your I, thoughts on then quality versus quantity when it comes to just putting our stuff out there i guess i think it has to be a balance of both um i've realized because i could be putting out really good quality video but if i'm only putting it out once a year or once every two months like it's hard for people to see your vision because sometimes mm -hmm. people don't log on to youtube 
four, three months and they're busy with life. And so it's almost like quality in a sustainable, consistent rate, I realized. <laughs> and that's the hardest thing. Like, please, nobody ever ask me about a balance of life. I've none. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I have given even my friends who have like their own lives and stuff, right? Mm -hmm. There are people who haven't seen me in like pre-pandemic, like maybe five years, but they see me on mm. YouTube and they're mm -hmm. like, that's how I know. Because you're, you're so consistent, like every week, every other day, like you're, I used to have Insta stories post every other day, mm -hmm. you know, now not so much. And on YouTube, like every week, there will be a video, there'll be a trailer to that video and mm -hmm. leading up to that video and, you know, behind the scenes of how I made that video. I was like, not even burning the candle at both ends. Like I was a candle in a pot and it was just like, <laughs> I was just like... <laughs> You know, I worked through birthdays, New Year's Eve, New Year's countdown, mm. New Year's Day. Like my time was completely consumed into making music albums and YouTube. And that's why when I tell a lot of people like I'm, I'm on Twitch now and I feel like I'm breathing, people are like, I feel like I haven't not seen you. <laughs> at all. Like I've seen you every day for I think a couple of months mm -hmm. and I'm very like from a frying pan into another pan kind of person. But these days though, like having your friendships, like Murbs, you changed a lot of how I rest. I hope you know that. Like as, you know, just voice chatting, right? On, on the weekend mornings where I'm not, and I'm finally having time to just send you a picture of me drinking a chai latte. I'm like, Murbs, I just, I realized I just, love the quality time that I have with a friend mm -hmm. in between all this hustle and bustle I'm finding my balance where you all will still love me even if I'm not working 24 7 right like I'm yes. not going to be less loved and less appreciated I keep thinking like you got to always work hard in life you got to show people you appreciate them but they don't want you to literally just keel over from <laughs> overworking <laughs> Twitch is teaching me that they're like, they're always telling me, hey, when can you just remove mm. a day or two? It's okay. Like, we're not going to forget about you or not love Aww. you anymore. I'm like, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, um, you're saying like, you know, quality versus quantity. I realize if you're just putting out for the sake of putting out stuff in quantity, you're also sending a message that is quantity over quality. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where if people go, did you even think about what you're putting out? Like, because mm. it shows, especially on YouTube. I watch a YouTube video and I know why people want to hit that subscribe button. It's because look at the amount of work that you're getting in 15 minutes yeah. of a YouTube video that you're essentially watching for free, right? Now they're moving to shorts though, YouTube shorts. And I feel mm -hmm. like my brain didn't really latch on to TikTok because I'm a long format person. Same. But you know how you and I always joke about places to eat, top 10. And then suddenly in that 30 seconds, you and I know exactly how many things to eat in that 30 seconds. And for people who are like pressed for time, they're like, okay, this is good for me. So it's a quality video edited really well in that 60 <laughs> seconds. Mm-hmm. And you, you get everything you need. So that's kind of like 
quality and compact and if that person's consistent you want more from that person you know but if it's just like eat this donut <laughs> then the next day eat this mm-hmm. other donut so yeah, yeah it almost is a reverse effect does that make sense that's just how i consume things that's how mm. i perceive things but maybe some people yeah you know um are different yeah i think that the thing about shorts and reels and the quality thing, um, I know because I mean, both of us really appreciate good quality work, clearly. And uh, but now nowadays, a lot of people don't even care for it. They just when they consume the media, they just, you know, the more raw it is, the better. And Mm. But it's not just a random throw together a quick video mm. just to make for the sake of having a video. It's actually, it has good information in it or it's it's good content, and but it's just made in a way where it's very raw. And I think that's what a lot of people are grasping onto. Yeah, I I noticed this shift of like, real estate because i'm really interested Mm. in real estate i don't know why my brain like if i see a video on instagram and someone's just like this apartment this view this cost this much compared to another city my brain is just like okay what how's the layout (laughs) (laughs) and nowadays they don't shoot it the way they used to shoot it there was drones there were um all kinds of like fancy stuff now it's straight up your iPhone goes into the apartment, you look left, you look right. Mm. But then the action that's happening, like what you're talking about, the the art of making a simple video is one shot, one long shot, but yeah. the real estate agents are popping in and out of different rooms. So I'm like clever, entertaining, mm-hmm. inf- informative, giving you the right square footage, <laughs> the price, and and it's shifting. So I'm curious to see how YouTube is going to go because for the longest time, YouTube is the only place for long, high quality content or Mm. just face-to-face vlogs, chatting, raw stuff. And, but it was long. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, I'm seeing a lot of portrait show up on the feeds and I, and I'm feeling the change of the wave. Mm-hmm. And for me, as a person who loves long formats, I, at the moment, if I'm going to make another one, I'm still inclined to make a long video. I realized the other day, looking through YouTube videos, that I was just yeah. scrolling down the homepage, looking specifically for the landscape format, long yeah. videos, oh. and I was skipping over all, all of the shorts. Ah, okay. Yeah. It's, and here's the thing also, I realized why I'm lucky to have a friend like you. Mm-hmm. It's these conversations that we have almost every day <laughs> where I'm like, what's happening, Murphs? <laughs> what's mm-hmm. happening to this platform? And yeah. you're like, I don't know. And I we both know. are like, <laughs> <laughs> I guess another evolution is happening, you know? Yeah. Like, what is that? Evolving is happening? Yeah. Yeah. I'm curious about what you said about your self-worth and, and working so hard 
and having your self-worth tied into that like where do you think that stems from and here's the tears everyone cue the tears oh, no. <laughs> um you don't also don't have to answer a question <laughs> no 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 it it's important, right? We we have these conversations anyway, right? And and every time we're chatting, we're like, this is so important. This is so important. Um, I think it's a I realized only very much later in life that I've never really had a a healthy self-esteem mm. or confidence. And I, you know, and for me having a solid work ethic, you know, has always felt good to me where at when, no matter where I was working, I noticed I'd always work really, you know, I do my best and I feel like it's tied to, you know, how I see myself. It's like, you know, how am I using my time? Well, but there's a healthy level of that. I notice in other people like, my partner is such a healthy version of that. You know, he, he wakes up at five in the morning. He has a good breakfast. He goes to work. He comes back. He goes to the gym. You know, then he has downtime and then he has time with me, right? Like he, there's discipline in such a good way where he's so sustainable. But then, then there's me who like my whole life, it's like, you know, I'll, I'll, like, I'll never do enough. Like, I'll never work enough. Like, there's this, like, constant, like, I'll never be good enough. Like, there's this constant, mm. like, no matter how much I do, it's like, I always feel like, like, why, why am I not enough? You Stop know, like, so hard on yourself, Amen. <laughs> just don't know. It's like, you know, I've never had, you know, this life where, where someone tells you like, oh, you're good. You're great. It's always mm. like, you know, you always have to prove yourself over and over again. Like, it doesn't matter even how well I did the day before. Mm -hmm. I wake up and I'm like, I start from square one. And a lot of people are like, why? There's, I've been told, like, like, you start from scratch from Instagram, you start from scratch from YouTube, and then you're willing to start from scratch on Twitch and you're willing to start from scratch anywhere. I'm like, because that's just how I see myself. It's like, I'll always be hard on myself. You know, I, f I will never look at myself and be like, you did good today. Like, it's just the way I'm, I realize it's something I fight. That's why I'm like, I'm broken down to tears on Twitch when people are like, she's so good. Like at what she does, like, you know, thank you for being here for us every day. Thank you for bringing your best spirit. And, and I just cry so hard when I see that because I just don't hear that. You know, mm. like, I just, like, I feel like on Twitch is the first time. I'm very used to like no feedback or no good feedback mm. or like whatever. I'm used to that kind of feedback. Whatever I do, it's just like, so what, right? So when I get onto Twitch and they're like, whoa, like she's so cool or like she's so good at her instruments and, and it's retuning my brain to be like, oh, you're okay, like, yeah. you're not horrible, and you're not shit, you know, like, they're, they're, like, there's so much reprogramming that I'm trying to do mm -hmm. in my life lately, this last 10 months, that I realized, whoa, like, I have reached the point in my life where, like, I need to find a balance, I, there, there needs to be a change, 
Mm-hmm. And that's why I just, numbers don't bother me because I'm already my worst enemy. Like mm-hmm. th- there's nothing any troll can say that's worse than what I do to myself, you know? So it's mm-hmm. almost like, I just, I'm just grateful. <laughs> Even if there is a troll, I'm like, at least you came in. Do you know how quiet sometimes my life can be? Aww. You know that feeling? Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Sorry to the listeners. <laughs> this There's no. always tears. <laughs> no, I think it's, it. well, I mean, first of all, crying is great because you're, you're letting out all the emotions. <laughs> what else are you going to do with it? <laughs> um, But man, I'm sorry that you've, feel that way that you've felt that way actually um because you are really amazing (laughs) and you are so supportive and just you're so kind to other people that it's but i get it i also i get it i understand where what you mean and how that feels maybe not as intensely but i definitely have moments of that also and yeah just even just like on a day i mean because earlier we're talking about burnout and like on days where i haven't done much i feel like i'm a failure and like that's not true though it's just it's that's just that one day and that's just maybe maybe your body is telling you that you need to rest and you need that rest but it's really hard not to view yourself as a as a failure in that way, I guess. You know what is crazy, Murps? Like, cause, like, I feel like I have a second chance at healing with you, because we feel the same things, right? And we message each other. We're like, oh, I feel like a failure today. Like, why didn't I get this thing done? And when I tell you, like, hey, Murps, you know, do you know how much you've done last week? You know how sometimes we have to remind each other, like, do you not remember, you know, you're doing um, this and this and this because we forget what Mm -hmm. we just did. And then we just think every day, like, okay, I'm just gonna, every day must be a hundred percent day. But we've already used so much of that fuel by Saturday and we don't even, we refuse to even (laughs) rest because we're like, weekend means time to do more stuff. and. But I'm learning that how can we be the best for our Twitch family if we don't rest? Mm-hmm. How can we make those videos we truly want to make and the album that we truly want to make if we don't take a day off? Yeah. Like it even, like other people are now telling me six days is too much. I constantly get that all the time. They're like, look, we love having you around, but I'm worried that at a certain point we won't see you at all because mm-hmm. it takes me breaking down it takes us actually feeling like oh no i'm under the weather to actually say we need one day off is that really a good thing for our community you know what i mean like i realize us being healthy is their number one priority us resting and coming back fresh is better than every day Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and (laughs) it's a long game yeah yeah. Yeah, and and now I'm listening to them and like, okay, maybe maybe we can do 4 days. <laughs> They're like, "4, I'm saying like you can do 2." And I'm like, "Okay." Cuz I was like, "5, 2." <laughs> the other person's like, "The person I love watching streams once a week, and that's fine." 
Do you ever feel that? Like, do you ever feel like, oh, you know, I love y'all so much and, you know, if I need to rest and, but we're constantly fighting this feeling in our heart to like, what's the right thing to do? Yeah, um, which is a lot, which is the reason why I keep saying I would love to add another day to my stream and I haven't done that. (laughs) I always think that, because, you know, you want, to reach more people or like some people come by every once in a while and they say they can't come by every time because of the timing the schedule Mm -hmm. that you have and you know like we've worked out what works like we've been consistent with our schedule enough that Mm -hmm. it works but you know some people can't make it and so i feel like oh i should try another day and maybe reach different Mm -hmm. people but then I just, I don't, I just don't end up doing that. I maybe do it once, once a month or something. And then, yeah. When you were talking about that topic, I also realized that when it comes to scheduling, like I am the person that's like, there's no fixed schedule. <laughs> it's quite fixed. You're right. You know? <laughs> and then the, but then the minute I, I, I get onto Twitch, I realize like, this is the most like go with the flow platform I've ever been on. YouTube mm. would serve you so well if you have a schedule and a consistency. If you can be somebody who's like videos every Monday and Wednesday or every Friday at this time, it would allow people to truly anticipate the next video. That's how you build, I think, consistency. But for Twitch, I realized like people's days change because it's a present thing. They can only watch you and be in because it's an interactive thing. They they don't want to just not interact and talk to you. They want to actually have a a beverage and a food and then just watch you. So I realized that like we cannot be too hard on ourselves with this one because other people's schedules will kind of just oh. And then catch you next week. I am learning to be like, that's the flow of Twitch. And maybe some days I'll stream earlier. Some days I'll stream later mm-hmm. and catch you, catch you on a different time. Like I just yeah. shifted 3 p.m. start to 1.30 p.m. You know, and I'm open to keep finding that balance. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. not kind of set anything too soon yet because still learning you know i think what about you like are you happy with your schedule so far i am um well a big part of my schedule staying this way that it is is just it's because of my raid tradition with marie (laughs) Mm. it just it became a thing and now it's a call it a trade edition Respell it with raid in the tradition. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I haven't thought about switching up my schedule recently just because that's become a constant thing now. And Marie, by the way, is spelled M R E, and she was on the second episode of this podcast, mm-hmm. by the way. I love that episode. <laughs> um, yeah, it's she's good. great. Um, yeah, so I don't really shift my schedule on those days, but I have tried adding a day or something because a lot of people's schedules are if they do twice a week it's tuesdays thursdays or three times tuesdays thursdays saturdays and then or it's monday wednesday fridays and so 
there are times where you want to raid a friend and you can never raid a friend because you're never on at the same time. Mm. Um, but I have I've done that before where I would try say a Friday stream um just so I could raid this person that I really wanted to raid. Um but just nothing has really stuck for some reason. I wanna raid you. I know I wanna raid you too. You I raided raid me you. once. That was nice. <laughs> That's how we met, by the way. The first and only our time zones did not match anymore. You were on a raid train, charity oh. raid train that day. And I met you after that. And then I was like, if I have to raid you, I have to start streaming <laughs> at six yeah. in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that's not really possible. <laughs> My voice will be like, good morning. I have no voice. <laughs> but yeah, it's, well, we covered a lot of, um, yeah. you know, like important topics today, I think, I hope. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about like the other work that you do because we talked a lot about Twitch yeah. streaming and your YouTube yeah. videos, but what else is on your plate? So I, before Twitch, I do a lot of like stuff with brands. Um, I was really lucky to have you know, some eyes on my Instagram and YouTube videos. They Some brands just really loved what I do, despite it not being like millions of views or hundreds of thousands. They're like, your cinematography, your songwriting, your producing, like, we want that, you know, we want our gear to, our gears to be taken on that kind of adventure. And that was what I was doing and also composing for companies like Plastic Cell. They do sculptures and they usually want to do, so they release a series like The Witcher series, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Nickelodeon collaboration series. Mm. And I also do work for like, um, for them where they're like, hey, I'm doing a Witcher series. Can you do an original soundtrack for it? I'm like, sure. Ooh. So I've done that for their Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Witcher series, and then also companies like Spitfire Audio, um, also like Arturia, Teenage mm. Engineering, um, Genki Instruments. So, and sorry, I, who else? <laughs> Looking at my <laughs> shelf because it's all behind. Hola. You can see this yeah, synth shelf on twitch.tv slash music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my synth shelf. And so I do, and I do beta uh, testing as well. Like, I, obviously I can't talk about those things in detail, but because mm -hmm. you're not supposed to, but I do, like, they'll send me a gear and then I will, will go through uh, with the uh, people that are in in that now it's sounding like one of those I cannot dox anybody <laughs> on my story times where yeah that person of that company mm -hmm. they have a department and I will be doing the stuff and will give feedback <laughs> yeah so That's um, super cool. and then you you've been saying you want to get into um, this side of things right when I first yeah I'd love to how did you even get started in in all that they found me. They found me through, as what we were talking about before, quality, mm. consistency. Oh, yeah. 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 And I remember- And you like, literally just said that they liked your cinematography. My mind just blanked. 
<laughs> I mean, I realized I built a lot of my work ethic and discipline during that four to five years where it took me back then one month to film one video. Mm. And it got to a point where it's like one day to make everything like from morning to evening. Then by the second day, I just eye it over that some brands are like, you're very fast. And I'm like, I've just been doing this for four to five years. Like I'm dedicating all of my time to just this. Like there's no other thing to do mm -hmm. than this. So that's why I can. But even that, I feel like some days I want to vomit. Like mm. <laughs> I literally feel like I want to throw up from staring at the screen too much. And oh no. again, everyone, I'm not the person of balance. Please do not. <laughs> I have people in my life telling me like, I just, hey, when you have to go out, like you have to walk like you, mm. like this is on another level of, I need my work ethics to be on point. Like, but, but this is on another level though. Mm. Like, like you need to rest. And that's why when I tell people like Twitch has literally saved me from a very hectic routine. I also realize I don't want to fall into another pattern of, am I also so burnt out because I'm still doing beta testing, right? I'm, I'm still composing for work. It's, I've just added more, basically. <laughs> just... Yeah, but it's also, it's technically work, but it, again, is something that you really enjoy doing. And I so enjoy. I think in a way, I can, I can understand how it is a little bit more freeing, I suppose. Yeah, I enjoy Twitch so much that I feel like if I could go seven days a week, if I didn't need to like, sleep, shower, <laughs> rest, sleep. I, I feel like I could live on Twitch. Like, it's just so crazy how I much mean, people I... people do that on Twitch, right? I know. I, like, me talking to you about our second channel, we're like, let's play games. Let's play Animal Crossing. Because I, I just want to see, you know, Safi and Fungi and, <laughs> you know, Storm and so many friends as often as I can. Like, you all are my happiness. <laughs> However, it's still like you're exerting a lot of energy, though. Like, yeah. So... At some point, you and I need to really lay down and <laughs> and, and, and sleep and rest. Yeah. yeah. What is your composition process or songwriting process? Are they similar or maybe different? Um, you mean for the jobs or Twitch and YouTube? Are they different? Like different brain cap? Like yeah, different are they? Hat? Well, my, yeah, I sure. already went on a tangent in my own head. I was going to ask just about like the work that you do composing for all of these companies mm. but then i did realize like you do all these different things you create in so many different ways are they are they different mm. yeah for sure because like certain companies they have a brief where they're like okay we're releasing this right we're releasing this and they don't tell me how to create Hmm. They they just tell me 60 minutes, sorry, 60 seconds, 30 seconds, four minutes, three minutes. They just tell yep. me the format of the video, but they're like, take it away. Like mm. you want to make something dark, scary, horror, fun, oh, chill, go for it. You know, um, it's because they've watched my videos and they're like, I, I already know your There's range. There's a level like, of trust there. 
there's a trust that they're like, and usually they'll have a specific video that made them talk to me mm. on my YouTube or a certain vibe that they're like, I, I love what you do on YouTube. Like, and I know you deep dive into synthesizers. So here's one, right? Mm. And then some will be, will kind of use more of my very film scoring side where a lot of things are more cinematic. You have like an orchestral kind of swarm and, you know, sometimes they're releasing certain products specifically for composing. And then I'll show them how I do it as a musician as well. Mm -hmm. You know, so other people who are musicians don't just think this is the only way to use something. If I'm scoring a Harry Potter style film, then only I can have this synth or this library. So I think brands that I've worked with, I've worked with years. So they mm -hmm. understand like she's always going to show a different perspective um, of the gear rather. If not, they'll just do the walkthrough. Mm -hmm. They wouldn't need me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. think they come to me because I use my stuff in a specific way and I have a sound that I kind of build around it. Mm -hmm. So they'll always go here. Just So I'll use that brain where, okay, this is for the brand, right? So what do you want to see as somebody who's potentially going to buy this? So my brain turns into like, would I buy this? Mm. So I have to go through the library and be like, this is why I want to buy this. And then, you know, shots of the interface as well. Like what's important to film, not just how pretty it looks. Like th that means mm -hmm. nothing, you know, like you want to be able to see the dynamics and the reverb. You want to actually get an up-close touch. So I think it's a very different brain than like what I bring to my own YouTube videos. My own YouTube videos is very 100% like, I'm going with today's flow. If I'm sad, I'm, I guess I'm crying, <laughs> you know, but it's very polished. Like when you do stuff for brands, like it's raw, but because it's you, but there's also a level of understanding how to tell a story that I like doing with my videos. Mm -hmm. So I get to exercise that side, which I, which I love, you know, but it's so time consuming. There are times it takes me two full weeks. Mm. And reshoots just to get it the way that I feel like that's the story. Right. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, some things can take you like 20 minutes to write. And some things yeah. can take you it's two weeks. It changes so much. Oh. Oh. In, when you said that, 20 minutes, there is... Like for me, when I'm doing brand work, there is a very structured time where I'm already like seven in the morning. Mm. I better have showered, eaten, do whatever. Because I work with companies in America and the UK. So if I, by the time I'm done, they'll wake up then mm. they can see it. So I, so during the time that they're asleep is where I'm working, you know? And so they get to, if not, if we're in the same time zone, I don't get feedback of the work mm, and I yeah. need the timeline to be concise, right? Because you're taking chunks out of your week to do this job and get paid. So I always want to make sure like we're both not wasting each other's time as well. And the minute they tell me like this video is 60 seconds, my Ableton is already like, I've already like marked all the times where like this is where action happens. Mm. Same as scoring a trailer 
or a scene, you always have to mark where things are happening. Why is it happening? Mm-hmm. Then I'll, the next day I'm filming the whole video of like how my hands are moving because I already know the composition. So I'm more like, so there's a structure where composing day one day, filming day, second day, third day, feedback day, fourth day, mm. polish day, you know, so there's a very like, I cannot go past that day. So my brain has to be like, you better work on this day and you better be sharp. So I, I sleep at 10 p.m. no matter what. Because I might get an email and someone's just like, this, this time deadline, let's go. And I'm like, that's it. I have to be fresh. Like, I cannot, I cannot be like, oh, but I, you know, I was like, (laughs) can we start on Wednesday? Like, I'm like, okay, we start tomorrow, you know? Yeah. How do you get yourself into the zone of, of composing? Because sometimes... Like, I guess there is a certain level of discipline. Like, if I'm trying to practice flute or something, like, I really don't want to sometimes. But sometimes you just have to get started and then you're in it and you're good to go. But, like, how is there anything that you do to get you into that? Or do you just kind of, be, because of the pressure of the deadlines, and you just have to? I actually spent a lot of time building this kind of discipline because I kind of knew that like, if you want to be a composer, you got to be switched on when you have to be switched on. If I want to be, if this is a hobby, right? Like if it's just like, whenever I feel like it, then it's a different glove that I'm handling myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm naturally quite hard on myself. I realized like, even when I was doing the YouTube thing, it was for fun. Like I was just exploring but I'm like well what are you learning in this process of building your channel you should learn discipline you should learn consistency you should switch your brain on in the morning as well you Mm. cannot just rely on working at night you know like I used to be such a night owl I'm up at four in the morning but I'm like it's not sustainable for me to have a healthy life where yeah I'm only like I'm not feeling rested. I need to feel rested. So when I decided in 2018 that music's the thing I want to make a living doing, I had to change my whole life. You know, like how I eat, how I sleep, how I I had to learn to yoga, exercise. Like I have to eat good. So many things I realized, like if I eat a bad lunch, right? Like something greasy, I'm going to feel so tired. Like I'm not going to be able to work. So when I made that decision in 2018, like 2018, like you're gonna do music now. Everything has to change to make that sustainable. So I started sleeping at 10 because I, I thought maybe a few years from now, you're gonna finally get all the opportunities that you've been preparing for. You need to switch everything on. So when the brands finally came, I was switched on. They were like, you're switched on. I'm like, I've been waiting for you for four years. <laughs> You know, like, so now that you're giving me a shot, it's like everything I've done for four years is preparing me for now. I just had a conversation with my friend recently about a similar thing where, because my friend has like a full-time stable Mm -hmm. income job and Mm -hmm. is very consistent, like basically studied at school and then graduated and went straight into working and like in the same field and everything too 
and lately she's realized that it's been just that her whole life so far it's just mm. work 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 and it's just for money and she's realizing mm. that she doesn't want that to be her life and i was saying that just because that's kind of how it works though in her field of study and mm. meanwhile in our creative field i was thinking like yeah but you have money now so that you can go do whatever else you want and like your hobbies mm. and work are so separate now you have the money to go do your hobbies mm. meanwhile i'm here like i don't know like i am working but it's also my hobby and mm. instead of like making a lot of income right now i feel like instead i'm kind of i'm learning a lot of different skills and i'm trying to it's like i'm pre preparing myself for future opportunities and so yeah yeah what you said just reminded me of that yeah it's very different i yeah because we have friends right who have like really set day jobs and after their day jobs, they are too tired to explore their hobbies as well. And they're like, I just want to just want to mellow and be a couch potato. And I understand that. But because you and I also, after our, after our creativity time, we still want more creativity time in the form of fun. Like it just never ends. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but, but yeah, it, it was something that I, realize was going to be an obstacle for me if I didn't have discipline mm -hmm. because it, the lines of hobby and work get blurred so quickly you can have fun have fun have fun and have fun and then you're like but but where's the where's the song at the mm. end of all the time spent right so there's also this part of my brain where like know when to stop over tweaking to the point that it's gone you down to the bones of the song now like it yeah the soul is gone you know so there's so much that actually I always feel like when people ask me how how do I get into music and I was like do you want to do it as a hobby or full-time they're like full-time make a living I'm like mm. you gotta get everything else in order your mental health number one needs to be very strong it's a very unstable uh, landscape it changes all the time algorithms favors different things all the time are you strong enough to not be on that wave and still wait for your moment four years later you know <laughs> and mm -hmm. secondly like how you take care of your body like resting enough eating enough sleeping enough will all add to how you switch your brain on at a time where it usually doesn't want to play like the brain in the morning is just like nah like mm -hmm. let me talk to you at 4 p.m you know like let's 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 ease into this but i feel like the business of music it's on all the time so you just have to you know find a balance that's good for me i'm <laughs> for me i basically feel like you know i we, we need to learn how to switch off it's the opposite mm. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> you know, like we need to learn how to switch off. Yeah. Yeah. Discipline is very important and limits, as we have discussed before, too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need, like, for example, if somebody's just like, you know, my friends lean on me when they're like, how do I organize this day? And I'm just like, here, you know, I'll, I'll tell them. And I lean on them 
when they're like, how do I rest? And they're like, do this. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. so it's, um, I think creatives will always be switched on. It's just mm -hmm. inevitable that if you're not doing something, you want to be doing something. And if you're doing something, you still want to be doing more things. Yeah. <laughs> but I found you and, you know, I, I feel like us kind of talking to each other about how tired we are or how much we we need to rest is is resting it's just yes it's, it's so, so nice. weird how that works but it works <laughs> it works <laughs> yeah um should we get into some patreon questions and then sure and wrap up the podcast episode thomas asked how long does it take to learn synthesizers and how do people even get started with it oh that's a great question unbox it read the manual of anything that you shouldn't do it's usually on like the front page like a disclaimer plug it in i truly believe in like that intuitive connection with a gear if you can close your eyes okay of course if you don't know where the buttons are don't <laughs> but if you know where the keyboard is right just close your eyes and feel around and just see how intuitive this synthesizer is Maybe it's also the beta tester in me that's talking mm. right now. But every time I get something, I don't want to know too much about it, except how not to blow it up. And then I'll have to look at like, how do you connect this? It, does it make sense that the output is here? Does it make sense that, you know, the buttons are here? Like, so I'm very passionate about people just playing a lot. Play is a very huge factor in synthesizers. There's actually no learning curve except you got to spend a lot of time playing and then you'll find the motions that you love to do and the, the way you love to shape the sound of a synth and you're good to go. I, I could say like, depends on how connected you are with the synth. I think in a day, you can already start making music. Mm. I'm very hopeful and positive when it comes to synths, like a day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Fong asks, what is one thing you haven't tried yet, but you really want to do? Like in life? Yeah. So many things. Oh my gosh. Meet me? <laughs> yes. Out with me in real that life. is for sure. <laughs> that is for sure. That is for sure. I would love to meet Mirabelle in Canada for sure. <laughs> I would love to meet Fungi in you know, actually, to be honest, like I've always said that I'd love to meet you and Fungi and we have a picnic in Paris. Aww. We always, because you know how the oh, whole charcuterie romantic. board, yeah, you know, it's, <laughs> it's like a friendship picnic. Um, sorry, I took Fungi's I question. Said, so I thought you said French, friendship picnic. French. <laughs> yes, but if we're in France, it'll be a friendship, all three of exactly. us. <laughs> I took Fungi's question so deeply as in like, what do you want to do in your life? Like Elon Musk style where he's like now yeah, going to go Mars. But, but I was like, but as deep as that is, yes, Mirabelle will still be on the top tier <laughs> of like what I need to see and do. Thank I'd love you. to meet you and Fungi. If we put it out here in the podcast that maybe, because you know how TwitchCon Europe is in France next year? Mm. And if there's any way that maybe, I was like, okay, that's wishful thinking. I know. But in an alternate universe, that would be lovely. We can have our charcuterie picnic. Yeah, I'll have to do that, Fungi. See you and Mirabelle there, hopefully 2023. <laughs> Daniel asked, how are you so excited and positive? I think now that I've 
I feel like maybe there's like a big gaping hole in my heart and I'm filling it in with oh. positivity. Oh. And I'm like, your friends, take it. I'm, I've been feeling it's that, you know what I mean? Because everyone I meet on Twitch, right, has a hurt who never hurts other people. Like they're just like positivity. And, I, and only from a place where you've experienced really true like hurt and trauma that you can appreciate like being positive all the time is really important because maybe you haven't been around people who are very positive all the time and mm. you wish for that. So I've always been kind of like be the person that I want to meet and be the person that I want to see, you know? And I don't think it comes natural to a lot of people being positive mm. but I think as a kid I was always really excited and positive and then realizing that not everything is like that but let's just amplify positivity you know mm -hmm. you saying that being a kid and doing all that reminded me of your uncle bus story like little five-year-old Heyman just hopping onto a bus stranger and taking the bus home I used to hear that story from my mom when she tells people, and I used to think, oh, was I just doing something wrong? You know, but now as an adult, I look back, I'm like, oh my gosh, little Heyman, like on days that I feel so weak and I, and I feel like I'm beating myself up. It's like, I look up to you, girl, for yeah. like, no one's coming. Strong, Save independent woman. <laughs> 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 like if you want something done do it yourself if you want to go yeah. home just go home okay but in all honesty <laughs> like you know if if i had, like saw any kid that was five years old who would just go into a bus i'll oh, just wait a second <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> but you know it happened and i'm glad i i'm safe yeah if if uh people listening don't know what the story is well, you can go to twitch.tv slash music and request this, uh, redeem this story, story time. Yeah. Thank you so much for Aww. coming on to the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy. I just happy. want to keep talking to you. I just... I know. But you got to go we do need... your stream. You got to go do things. <laughs> yeah. Merps, we need to shout out Mo and Mint. Oh, for anybody who who's watching the YouTube version of this. We finally have Mint um, in, in the, uh, our world. Look. Mo and Mint, if you're listening to this and not watching this at all, they're little one-up mushrooms from Nintendo, you know? Yes. You know mushrooms. And uh, Mo and is Heyman's little mushroom who is red. red one. And then Mint is green. <laughs> yes. Together I'm they're so moment. Yeah, they're a moment. They are Together, a moment. In this podcast, we have had a moment. We have with had Heyman a moment. Music. <laughs> and yes, we have already talked about a joint podcast that's called A Moment with. I would and love then, that. I would love that too. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> There's so much that we didn't even talk about today. Like, I know. Like, I'd love to have chatted with you about or gone Same. into deeper like rabbit holes with you about but uh yeah next time next we time you back we could do something else <laughs> yes i would love that thank um, you everybody oops where can people find you on the internet oh i was like where can people find you on the internet thank you i was like doing mo's voice um you can find me on twitch at heyman music 
And I'm also on YouTube as Heyman and also on Instagram, Heyman Music. Come and find me on Instagram, Twitch and YouTube. Come watch my ambient music films. And on Twitch, come and hang out at the Ambient Shelter. Please, AEST, I'll be there around 1.30 p.m. <laughs> See ya. It's a good time over there. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Murphs. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love them. I love them so much. Oh.